Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Rob Trimble for Carl Dukes. Alongside Mike Bell, Dukes and Bell. And uh, you remember I, I mentioned to Chuck, that's like uh, Mike Ken, Tommy Novus. Right. Mike Ken should be in the Hall of Fame. Just ask him, by the way, but you look how durable he well, was way back G- when. Jeff Van Note. Jeff Van Note yep. plays in the – if Jeff Van Note's a bear or a jet yep. or a giant, he's in the Hall of Fame. Atlanta was a much smaller market, and I know Noter has been is getting up there, but, man, this is still one of my favorite Falcons of all time. Great guy. Good guy to have a beer with, too. Oh, I bet. I bet he is. I, right. I've been around him a few times. Yeah, I, I hope he's doing well right. at, at this advanced stage. But, no, stage. We, we were talking earlier with Chuck about, you know, in, the, in a nutshell, because we got to get to some, uh, some dogs – but this is not a great uh, edge rusher free agency class, but no. there are some big dogs that would play defensive tackle that you would get, and then you'd earmark edge rushers in the draft, and that's how we fix at least the, the defense. Because we are, once again, guys, we have one more sack than last year. Last year we had the lowest total in Falcon history in a non-strike year, 18. 18 plus 19, I went to Florida State, 37. So that's 37 <laughs> sacks, and the, nearest, the next team nearest to us with a low total is the Lions and the Raiders with 60. And the Eagles might have four guys with – Right. Ten or more sacks. We don't get out. In my time as a Falcon fan here since 98, we get out. I can count it on five fingers the years we got after the quarterback. It's just it's just not what we do. Well, let's talk about a team that does get after the quarterback. Let's talk dogs. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with, with the, the dogs. dogs. The Dog Report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia's six-and-a-half-point favorite. You see, last night, both teams got together and they played a version of Family Feud and yes. some trivia sort of game. Yeah. Why? Why? I used to host that way back when for the Chick-fil-A Bowl. Really? Yes, back, way back when. Which, then, who cares about the fellowship? This is about – this is war. <laughs> but this is what you do. You have these events. Yeah. You go to the aquarium, the Football Hall of Fame. You, know, you take in the, the pageantry and the shenanigans and the fun. If I, never, on the road. if I never go back to that aquarium, I'm going to be happy. Unless there's an what? event there with cocktails. Well, I've been there a thousand times. Yeah, but I mean, that. I think we take it for granted. It's well, those poor whale place. sharks, they have no room to swim around. They're like might as well, It's like a goldfish in a bowl for them. I got, they got good, nowhere I got to go. A, I got a good friend who works in the administration over there. The opinions of Rob are Robbie triples alone. Well, I own them. Well, I'm sorry. And the beluga whales, didn't like five of them die in one year? I can't speak to that. All right. I'm going to stop hating on the aquarium. I've had a wonderful time there in the past. It's a beautiful facility. Thank you, Bernie Marcus. Thank you. I know UPS got them here alive. (laughs) All the way from, like, Taiwan. It's a pretty – you want to give you a – what can Brown do for you? They got a whale shark halfway around the world in a plane. That's impressive. Hey, you know what? uh, Speaking of uh, animals, you know Ying Yang, the 25-year-old panda at Zoo Atlanta, picked Georgia to win. And pandas are, you know what? Pandas are too stupid to mate. They don't, they, 
they have a terrible time getting them to breed in captivity. And number one, pandas have the smallest phallus. Oh, why are you going to do yeah. Why are you going to put my business under the street? <laughs> and the and the female has to get into a certain By the position. Way, so am I allowed to do an Asian <laughs> accent when discussing a panda, or that's still a no go? No, God that's damn. a no go. Hey, you know what? You can't do anything on this thing. They're station, too stupid to re- reproduce. <laughs> Why don't you get a dolphin? Right, to figure, I'm doing my interpretation of what the panda would sound like, Chris. And he's born. He came over here from China. So I can, I, if he had an accent, it would be, one would think, maybe Asian. <laughs> you know? These are my rules. No, right? like if, a, if you had a dog and you picked up the dog in Italy, he'd go, a wolf. <laughs> Le wolf. <laughs> Le wolf. That's, that's French. <laughs> Sorry, rough track. Here. I went. I'm sorry. I went. So the pandas, I thought you said France. The Pepe Le Pew has been canceled, by the way. That's true. Well, I mean, with good reason. It's kind of a sexual. Well, predator. they have complicated sex lives. The pandas. So the pandas pick the dogs. And here's the question. For me, I think it, we know what uh, you, you know. You may get a mistake from Stetson, but are the Ohio State Buckeyes going to make you pay for that mistake? That's a question. And think about this. Ohio State may be kind of one to make. They've got a couple of good running backs, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a strength. That C.J. Right. Stroud and those three wide receivers. And it's been demonstrated, if you make C.J. Stroud uncomfortable, he's going to throw his way into a mistake. But if you give him all the time in the world, he will pick you apart. There's and the other, game right, right there. The other thing, and, and this goes back to, you're in total control in the SEC championship against LSU. And then Keely, Ringo, and Smith basically forget how to cover. Mm-hmm. And then everything blows up. And remember, they put Nussmeyer in there, and he looked like Dan Marino. Right. Just on, all over the place. So you've heard a lot from Kirby and the media. They spoke with the media today. Players and coaches all saying, needless to say, a lot of work was spent in the last 28 days or so oh, on, I'm sure. on the secondary. But the thing is, is Keely Ringo just like a Lewis Oliver who should be playing safety and like strong safety? Or what, what is his role in the I don't NFL? know. It seems to be a bit of a ball hawk, certainly. But there's other right. times where he hasn't been very uh, consistent in coverage. So, but, but that is where when you talk to people, and you know, I think Rusty Manziel uh, was tweeting me last week or before I went on vacation about it, that some scouts feel that Ringo's a little stiff. Mm-hmm. And that could be stiff in the hips. You mean stiff in the hips? No. And look, the guy's got one of the greatest uh, interceptions in. Georgia Does that make Bulldog him a history. boring lover? <laughs> well, so maybe he lays. Maybe he's on the bottom. But anyway, the point being that are you going to be able to to tighten that up? Because if you don't get the feeling is they're going to get after C.J. Stroud, and that mm-hmm. Jalen Carter is going to be blowing those guys up. They've never seen a player like that in the in the Big Ten, and that he's going to be a disruptive force multiplier. The phrase edge rush, everyone's going to get on it. But if C.J. Stroud. I mean, I, th- I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think Ohio State is going to score on Georgia. Do you agree with that, or you uh, think it's going to be a Oh, I think they will, they will score, certainly. But I, I just think Georgia wins. I think Georgia's just a better team. What right. I'm concerned about, though, you have a Pac-12 officiating crew, and you know how terrible they've yes. been out there. Yes. I mean, there's several, there several examples. Uh, they reviewed a targeting call on the wrong player. Now, let's see. It. Mm. Announced halftime was after, was, uh, the half was over after the first quarter. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? Not to you know, be a nitpicker, but that is kind of a big one. Uh, they can't count to 12, obviously. They called Oregon State for 12 men on the field when they had 11. Mm. And they blew a big, big play dead as a result of that. I'm so. not – I mean, you know, Squidbilly has listened to me scream about officials for 20 years. Yeah. But I just – the Pac-12, if you've seen them in bowl games, I think that the the ACC officials are the, are the, are the worst. Of all the mm. college officials, I would say ACC are the worst, but the Pac-12 would be close behind. They're right there nipping at their heels. And it's going to be interesting because this game, to me – is about Georgia continuing to do what they do, which is play the physical brand of defense. They run the football, and then the play action allows Stetson Bennett to get things to Brock Bowers, and they're going to be able – how is Lad McConkey going to be okay with a knee? He's been dealing yeah, with Yeah, Kirby's knee. not saying – yeah. Kirby basically said, 
Well, I'm looking forward to maybe having those guys back. So there you go. We, yeah, don't, I mean, we don't know. Because, and I know we have uh, a lot of Ohio State fans that are out here in Atlanta that have moved here and they're never going back. But it just goes back to something Carl and I spoke about after the Michigan loss. They talk so much about that one game. Ryan Day makes it a point just the way that, you know, we joked around about, uh, you know, Woody Hayes would go during the week of practice. That's Michigan. You know, he loses his yep. mind. Yep. And then you got 365 days, and that's your best effort? Right. You looked bad. You looked as bad against those guys on defense as you did against Maryland. Well, he looked. I'm sorry, Ryan Day looked indecisive and weak in that game. Mm-hmm. He had the ball the 45 yard line of Michigan, elects to punt. So basically, he wants to maybe get 20 yards of field position when Michigan has had big play after big play. Mm-hmm. They're down two scores. They said he coached scared, basically too right. conservative. And- coached not to lose. I'm with you. And then they like they played so much to stop the run that you take a Michigan quarterback that nobody really thought was elite, and he looked totally elite in that. Yeah, game. he's better than the guy they had last year. He is. That's he's a better player. And, and the thing about uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, we get it. There is a lot of great athletes, and they're going to the NFL. Yep. But Georgia just got more of them. How about that? I think they've got a few more. Coaching, though. Is Kirby Smart that much better a coach than Ryan Day? You know they have similar uh, resumes. Right. This will be uh, Ryan Day's second appearance in the uh, – no, third appearance in the college football playoff. Like Kirby, I think they have the same amount of conference titles, too. Mm-hmm. But Harbaugh likes to poke the bear. Jim Harbaugh, yeah. before the, the game at the Horseshoe, the game, said, you know, something about Ryan Day, like he's on third base thinking he – he's born on third base thinking he hit a triple. Ooh, in other words, right, I remember that. Urban Meyer and then, you know, Fickle, they basically had this thing in place. This is a machine that's on track. The, uh, the Big Ten is the most top-heavy of all the conferences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's pretty much laid out for you. That's at least that's what I read into what Harbaugh said about Ryan. I Day. think Kirby's a much more superior coach. No, Ryan totally. Day's a fine coach. He's no. had a fine run, but like you said, he's on third base. Right. Kirby. And when Kirby got to George, he basically said, he looked in that locker room. Me and Nick wouldn't sign ninety percent of these guys. He told Alabama. Carl and I that the first SEC media days. We remember that's we always use the phrase. What was Georgia like when Kirby got here? They had to use a guy named Tyler Catalina from Rhode Island on the offensive line. <laughs> remember that? Squid. Remember that? They had to go get a dude from Rhode Island. To plug in. That's how Mark, Tyler Catalina. Mark Richt was asleep at the wheel. You remember that? You that, remember was, that, old, that was the example of You remember the old thing, uh, name of your f- first pet in the streets <laughs> you lived on? I was Duchess Catalina because I grew up on Catalina. Have I got the name right, Bo? Was it Tyler Catalina? <laughs> yeah, but the, the move was more about the style of player. Right. Because Kirby had those top ten classes, but Kirby wanted a bigger – Right. More physical yeah, offensive yeah, Mark, line. Look, Mark Richt had great classes, but Kirby wanted more physicality and more size. He upped it, he upped and he basically it. said we didn't have those guys, and that's why they lost to Georgia Tech that, that, that first year, you could argue. By the way, the one guy, I appreciate a couple of Michigan fans are hitting this up, J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, is doing a lot uh, better job this year than what they did last year. Michigan, and we'll, we have plenty of uh, time this week, but just real quick, give me the broad strokes on TCU. You think TCU, how do you think Michigan beats them up because they, that defense is the best TCU is going to see all year? Uh, no, I got an upset going Oh, on. TCU wins this thing. I tell you, TCU is actually, it's not just Max Duggan. They can run the ball as well. They've got that one running back that uh, 1,342 yards, 17 touchdowns, scored at least one in every game. Their secondary is good. Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew is an all-conference defensive back. They've had at least one forced turnover. Mm. They don't necessarily get to the quarterback very well, but TCU is uh, more balanced than people think they are. They were picked to finish seventh in the Big 12. You know their quarterback, Max Duggan. He's kind of like a Stetson Bennett light. He wasn't even the starter this year. Sonny Dykes uh, chose, I think it was what, Chandler Morris. He mm-hmm. got hurt in the second half of the season opener. Then Max Dugan comes in, and he hasn't looked back. And he was kind of undersold like Stetson is now. He's declared for the draft. The running back you're talking about, Kendra Miller, Kendra 42 yeah. yards, 17 touchdowns. The thing is uh, about Michigan, you could argue that when they lose Aiden Hutchinson and they lose all those draft pieces, above they, above they lose 
they've actually got a sum of its parts defense, which might be better than the that's one right. last year. That More to play. Yeah, Correct. that's right. I still have, have TCU upsetting him. And Georgia cakewalking. Got a guy on Twitter. Back to back. Guy on Twitter. What do you mean Stetson Bennett's going to make a mistake? No, I mean, in, he, even in the Oregon game, it just you sort of pounded the snot out of Oregon, so the turnover didn't matter. But Kirby has talked about it. Stetson's got to make good decisions, and hopefully he will. All right, going to come back more on the college football playoff. It's finally here. West Durham. Well, he's got to fly up to New York for the pinstripe bowl, so we're going to hear from him at some point. It's Dukes and Bell, Rob Triple filling in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Rob Triple in for Carl Dukes alongside Mike Bell. It's Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hawks, Pacers tonight. Hawks, Brooklyn tomorrow night. We will be there, sir. What's so funny? Very jazzy. I know, kind of. That was kind of. Very jazzy. Hey, good Go morning. Store. Good morning, Atlanta. Coming up, we'll give you some new tips for a New Year's Eve party so you don't wake up with a hangover. But right now, let's check that traffic, okay? No, it is a Robbie Triple and Mike Bell with you. Where the hell are you? Is that Dave Cruson? What the hell are you playing right there? It's a very popular band, the 1975. I've heard of them. I'm so old. I'm so, I'm so out of the mix. Nowadays. I'm so out of the mix. You know what I listen to all weekend? What? Black Sabbath. Did you? <laughs> Just, We're trying to educate you, Mike. Yeah, I just and rediscovered all that great stuff with Roddy James Dio and the, the old stuff with Ozzy. And just, you know, just That's what's so good about my daughter. Mm-hmm. I get to have some Vietnamese food with tonight. She's taking right. me out to dinner. She's big into vinyl, so I, I am, I'm buying her all the vinyl, all the stuff. Nice. I used to listen to all the... All the hard rock right. from the 70s, the alternative, the punk, all the oh, stuff. So that's 1975, so they're basically ripping off Yacht Rock, is what you're telling me. That's their niche? I mean, I think you're being a little uh, harsh there, Mr. Bell. Rob, your thoughts? No, they're a little bit more jazzy, and they're not quite as uh, kitschy as uh, Yacht Rock, okay. I don't think. Hey, a new, a new door opens for me, or not. Uh, so, down on, the beach this, down on the beach this weekend, so I, I missed out on the Dansby move to the Cubbies. And I just, I know, without a rehash, you know, when you're, Carl and I always joke around, you come back from vacation, you get like, I want to talk about this. I know, right? And it's- so, but just the broad strokes on this, I read Jeff Schultz's article on The Athletic the other day, and it just seems like, man, they were really, unlike Freddie's people, that, you know, Freddie's agent got him the best deal, and Freddie, of course, had no idea what was going on, and then Freddie cried a lot. But it, Dansby was intimately involved in his negotiation. He was in touch with AA, yeah. and they were on the phone at least. And, you know, they, $140 million sounded pretty good to me. Um, but our, and look, Alex Anthopoulos has stuck to his guns, and look, you cannot argue with the results. But I just, let me just make the case, and you can counterpoint it, Rob. I just think you can move too much of your core off the roster, and you're just not the same team. And I think that Freddie with Matt Olson, Matt Olson wasn't as good as Freddie, but certainly he certainly wasn't a postseason though. No, but he but he's he clutch in the postseason. But then after in September, he swooned, but he got right back on track. Right. Olson, you cannot argue to your point with what he did against the one of the few guys who did his job against the Phillies in that series. Dansby, to me, is that glue guy and the guy that the young players look up to, and, and I get it. He was the sheriff of that locker room. He was that guy. I just think you lose, you can move so much of your identity off the roster, and you just don't replace it. And I look, I'm the biggest Vaughn Grissom guy. I said Vaughn Grissom can play left field. They don't, you know, or he can move to shortstop, whatever you want to do it. They're certainly high on Vaughn Grissom. Vaughn Grissom still came in. Yeah, I know he cooled off the last few weeks, but he came in and Rake and was doing just as good as Michael Harris did. But I just think. You, there's some pieces you, you you gotta pay for, and I know that. And this is a town, and I've never understood this, so I won't even bother. But there's the guys, the baseball nerds who love their. They want to do all the metrics and all this, yeah. and say, "Well, you you can't win a baseball team like that." Well, you you got a billion zillion dollar multinational that runs this thing, and they can do whatever they want to do. They just want to stay away from luxury tax. I think Double A 
must be on the phone with Bill Belichick every year because Bill Belichick's mm. not going to overpay for anybody. No. Neither is double A. He has a firm land line mm. he's going to draw on the sand. He ain't, he gonna, he's not going to cross it. I love the fact that we've stepped up now. We're in the top seven in payroll, top five at some point. I just thought you, you don't want to take so much. This is totally apples to oranges, but bear with me because this is the last time that I was really passionate other until I moved down here and got caught up on this team. But when I was uh, in radio starting out, the Mets – we're built to win about four or five championships. That's the 86 bets that won all those games. And the general man had nothing to do with salary or, or payroll. He moved guys like Len Dykstra off the team, moved right. guys like Kevin Mitchell off the team. You lost the heart and soul of the team. Do they lose the heart and soul with Dansby, or is that an over, overstatement? Um, maybe slightly. You're not completely wrong, but you're not completely right. But guess what? The Mets payroll is approaching a half billion dollars. Steve Cohen oh. clearly doesn't care. He doesn't care. $109 million in luxury taxes. That's higher than the seven other teams combined yeah. who have luxury tax obligations. Of course, the MLB owners kind of getting on Steve Cohen, but he's a fan and he's trying to buy a World Series. Well, I will say this. If you are a long-suffering Mets fan for years, you watch the Yankees do it. And again, buying and buying, spend all that money is no guarantee. Hell, the Dodgers only won a World Series in a 60-game season. Right. Outspending right. everybody. But it doesn't guarantee you anything. And it'll be interesting to see if Correa becomes a Met. There's a, there's a story. Yeah, what is the latest on that? He's They're not sold on the physical information from the doctors either. There's a story in The Athletic that is unbelievable. It's Correa and his family in San Francisco in the hotel. The, 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 the press conference is the next day. And the San Francisco Medical Center yeah. says, we got a problem here. I knew that. I thought there was another update. What, did he go back to San Francisco? Is no, and then the, Mets, then the Mets start sniffing around. Then no, no sooner does he come to New York, then they go, wait a minute. I, I think you want to argue about games played. I think Korea is totally overrated based on the amount. He's played less games than Aaron Judge. So I just, I, I'm not as enamored with him as other people. Can you handle the New York market? Because that turns you into a hole because all of a sudden things get ratcheted up when you've never right, had to deal right. with that. Now he has to deal with the blowback from being one of the cheaters on the Astros, but I'm not sold. Getting back to Dansby. As long as Vaughn plugs in, but I just think sometimes you you get you chip away too much of your foundation. You're and not I wrong about this, that. I, I see what thought, you're saying. I just thought 140 million. That was like King Solomon splitting the baby. It was both parties. Yeah, the Braves got to come up, and Dansby left 30 million on the table. That was a hometown discount. Yeah, and Vaughn Grissom can play this position. From what I've seen, I, I've seen video of him working out at shortstop. He's a natural he had, athlete. He had, yes, he has a he has the natural lateral movement. He has a perfect arm slot to mm. make that throw when he's going up the middle. Ron Washington is going to get his footwork precisely right. He's going to drill that and drill that through repetition, repetition, repetition. He's going to be just fine. It might be a slight step down, but he's not going to strike out as much as Dansby either. Right. But for guys who have no sentimentality and don't want to see one of your favorite players play his entire career. I do have that sentimentality. I, I wish he would have stayed here. Right. But I, I will bring up the point. When Max Freed, has, after you lose your two years more that you've got with Max, and he makes more, he gets a raise every year on arbitration. They're not going to pay him either. You're not going <laughs> to pay a 30-year-old Max Freed a quarter of a billion dollars, mm-hmm. not based on what you did with Dansby and Freddie. Well, you know that, um, who was it, uh, Scherzer and, uh, oh, what's his name, married to Supermodel. Verlander. Yeah, they're, each, well, they're pushing 40. They're making about, right. what are they making, 40 million a piece yeah. this year, 30 million? Now, like Ver- you got a Scherzer, you got to shut down every once in a while. That's but right. Verlander, since his Tommy John, has been rock solid. Yep, Scherzer always seems like in August he has that swoon where you have to shut him down for a little while. But the Mets, this is what you know. a lot of Mets fans have been begging for after, as I said, years of looking up at the Yankees and everybody else. Doesn't guarantee you that level. Of, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Certainly pitching. You could argue with uh, which with bringing Verlander in. Degrom was on pitch counts and all sorts of limitations. Mm-hmm. He got shut down multiple times. It's funny he's year. the least durable out of the two other guys we mentioned. Right. The one guy because you and I hadn't worked in a couple of weeks. Rob's filling in for Carl this week. 
I was kind of hoping they would take a stab at Syndergaard because he was on a cheap. He actually signed a pretty cheap uh, prove it yeah. deal with the Dodgers. I think the staff is pretty solid with the Braves, though. I, I do. don't. I don't think so. W- what are your reservations? Because the last two of the last three years, we've run out of starting pitching in the playoffs. We had to go do the. Fingers crossed that Strider yeah. could get through, and that imploded in our face. Well, I just, that, I that was his first start, and he yeah, was coming but, off an injury, too. But right? you you just gave $20 million. Look, he's been unbelievable for us, and he's got a World Series ring with us. But, I mean. The one I was questioning, I, I Charlie mean, I, Morton, $20 yeah, million. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. $20 million for yeah. Charlie Morton. That's, okay, to play to pitch four and two-thirds? Yeah. I just feel, and you're betting on Ian Anderson being together, but it just seems like. We need, we need more starting pitching. I would take the money, the savings from Dansby, and I would go get the best pitch. Rodon, I've talked about that for weeks. I just think there's guys you need to go invest in for this rotation. You don't think it double A's done by any stretch of magic. But he better be pitching because your infield and your team is set. They yeah. got everything set. Set what? Six-eighths of this team is under contract. Right. So let's go get some starting pitching. Go yeah, catch, win the World Series. Catcher you get from Oakland. Defense is a premium this year. There's going to be a lot more mm-hmm. stolen base attempts this year. You've got a catcher who can actually throw right. runners out. So You think Darno gets traded midseason? I don't know. You still need that. You still need two catchers. But maybe that's always a possibility. I mean, Dave O'Brien kind of uh, talked about that on Twitter yeah. and kind of walked it back a little bit. That's a yeah, possibility. Yeah, they're not, they're not trading Darno Because they, you need two catchers in this league, and yeah. that's one of the ways they're going to keep both these guys mm. fresh, and the other will DH. right. I'm just going by what Dave was kind of throwing out there, that this yeah. guy is your everyday catcher. But Well, I think that yeah. there was some feeling early on after that trade that – that Darno wasn't going to be game for this because it would basically be where he wasn't the primary catcher anymore. Right. But I don't. I think that's been. I think that has all been soft because apparently, Little D was the first one to reach out to Sean Murphy, mm-hmm. other than Kyle Wright, who he's been working out with right. in the off season up in Tennessee. Well, Dar- Darno has some uh, tread on that tire though. And, and look, the, off. last year he stayed healthy. The, the yep. knock on Darno is every other year there's right. some kind of injury, right. but but that's another guy. That's a glue guy, a heart and soul guy mm-hmm. for your team. Look. I, I, I understood the Freddie thing. You wished in hindsight that Freddie had stayed because the experience there and everything you, that means. But this is another year where you've taken away a part of your course. So and to me, he did actually, as, and this is something I argued with fans all week, he actually did kind of bend over backwards for you, mm-hmm. and you still said no way. It was literally, like you just said earlier, Alex Anthopoulos was not going over $100 million, no way, no how. Well, thank God I know Dansby's not going to come to town and cry for 48 hours. No, he's not because he's an adult. Lord, enough, enough, yeah, look, enough. Guys, Clayton Kershaw had to grab Freddie and shake him. Hey, we're good too. You're playing for us. It was, and we talked about this at length. And I know this has irked some people. There are baseball players that are well read. There's baseball players that are erudite and actually have a plan, and they're pretty and they're well rounded. And that's Dansby. Yeah. We had yeah. him in studio, and he's one of the most intelligent athletes right. I've ever spoken to. And then you got guys like Freddie, <laughs> and it's the other end of the spectrum, who literally is like. What's my agent doing? What? They got, what? What happened? What? And I love the guy. I mean, he's a sweetheart, but he's a dope. Freddie's a great big dope. Okay, there's there's baseball. You've been he's, in, a, he's a big dumb gold retriever. In, you mean? I argue this all the time. You've been in clubhouses. He's got yep. spitting sunflower seeds and giving hot feet. Okay, that's as far as intelligence goes. And Freddie's one of these guys like the babe in the woods. We all root for him. It's an amazing story. You know, I watched that uh, that E60 on him. Yeah. And I was like, I was getting, I was subbing my eye when he was talking I mean, about his mom. His mom passed away when he right. was really young. I mean, so. it's 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 part of what motivates him, and it's been a driving force in his life. But at the end of the day, you can't act like, oh, what happened? You know, you're like you're, you're a child. You know, it's the team you played for. Then you come back here and do that routine. 
Like, that that became a little bit much it. after a while. Like the first night, it was and, great. And then in addition to making your agent look like a punk, you've alienated all your Dodger teammates. I know. <laughs> to your point like, where they're like, oh, dude, you're playing with us now. <laughs> Enough already. Right out loud. No, but uh, Dansby up in Chicago, and it's funny because I don't think this is like one of those, like, with all due respect to Jeff Flowers. Remember Jeff had that one yep. great postseason. That's he right. got the huge contract with the Cubbies. Dansby's going to be a big hit up there, I think. I loved uh, interviewing Jeff Blauser, Mark Wohlers after games. Jeff Blauser had this big old train whistle. That was his ashtray. He and Wohlers just burning heaters after games and drinking <laughs> beers. It was great. So in the final analysis, you're cool with it. Vaughn Grissom steps in. Ron Washington gets more out of him at shortstop, and they'll be good to go. Oh, they're going to they're gonna drill it into him. He's going to be just fine. Maybe a slight step back, but hardly a liability. Not going to strike out as much either. You do have a World Series, and you can't argue with that. The most unbelievable moves at the deadline we've ever seen. you got to go like back to the days of Branch Rickey, the kind of stuff that uh, Anthopolis was pulling off. What's but coming up in Guide Talk? I just oh, I still want to answer. What happened? What the hell happened to Southwest? You can't get the planes going. <laughs> it's a damn mess. That's why you only fly Delta jets. But if you are at the airport, what happens if uh, your wife grabs your phone and some nude photos on there? Oh, dear. And it ain't her. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's coming as up if, in uh, Guy Talk. As if holiday travel wasn't stressful enough, details are next. A marriage-destroying version of Guy Talk. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
It's time for fun. <laughs> it's time for guy talk. Yes! <laughs> it's time for shenanigans. Yeah, boy. It is uh, Dukes and Bell with our man Robbie Tribble, everybody. Hanging in, filling in for Carl. Carl's on vacay. We got to use them up, you know, as the year comes to an end. You can't roll them over. Oh, you can't. Use them or lose them, huh? That's right. Mitch Evans said you've got to use them. So, uh, again, we got Squid Billy back from vacay. I go where Randy tells me to so go. So, hope you guys had an awesome, uh, you know, great Christmas. Hope you got everything you wanted. Rob and I were talking about it earlier. And a happy Hanukkah, New Year's before you know it. It's going to be a blast. I, I'm so looking forward to being in Mercedes Benz on New Year's Eve. It's going to be bananas. Oh, you're going to the game on. Yeah, man. Oh, good for you. I heard buddy that's a, probably the most difficult ticket to get in the history of the that yeah. that bowl game. Well, you know my buddy Hasselhoff, right? My boy. Uh, we call him <laughs> oh, the yes, Hoff. Looks yes, Jerry yes. looks like the Hoff. Yeah, so, uh, Jerry. You know, Jerry grew up in Ohio. He's like, admittedly he's a Buckeye fan, but uh, he's lived in the South much of his adult life. So he's kind of got that Joe Namath voice because Joe Namath grew up in Western Pennsylvania. Right, right. Comes down south. So Jerry's like, "Hey, man, I got tickets for the uh, Chick Fil A bowl." Like what? <laughs> yeah. So we're in. He's got a suite. Wow. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Limitless drink and food. Boozy, 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 booze. Yes. A lot of Ohio State people live here. There's a lot of Ohio State yeah. flags flying outside of homes right. all over uh, East so Atlanta. He's, he's a big he's a big Buckeye fan, so I found him online. I found I couldn't find anything online. I had to go to a website in Columbus at one of those like sporting goods stores. I got him a Jack Tatum Ohio State jersey. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So wow. that's, yeah, that's that, that. You can't show up empty-handed. That's right. You, you can never sweep, do that. Right. Yeah. So and one of those like cutter and buck vests, you know, in Ohio State. You got to show up with some goods, man. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. All right. If you have been traveling or trying to travel, absolute blank show at the airports. We get it. It was the winter bomb cyclone, whatever the hell they call right. it. It's been bananas. But the, the situation with Southwest is just sort of unprecedented. More and more cancellations. Their CEO finally spoke, says this is the largest scale event that he's ever seen. And what a lot of people, including the president, have said is how does this happen when you've got 70 uh, percent of its flights canceled on Monday and more than 60 percent of their flights today, while the rest of the big four, including Delta, only fly Delta jets, have uh, cancellation rates of between zero and two percent by today. Hmm. Which begs people to differ and say, what the f- is going on with Southwest? Well, you, you can understand that in some ways. Right. Because pilots can only fly so much, and if they're mm-hmm. up there in some bad weather and can't get out, you're going to be limited. But apparently, Trying to get your crew together and yeah, all that. Yeah. But uh, it says, uh, quote, we've got to get out of this. We've got to get to the point where we're reliable and we get our customers, our crews, and our aircraft, everything back on track. But, uh, and look, I'm not knocking Southwest because I know they've, in, they've increased their footprint here in Atlanta. I know there's a lot of folks who live by me on the south side who also work for Southwest, but it's just... That's, you know, that's pretty awful. I mean, it's to a point where, you know, it's one thing when you can at least, okay, delays, winter weather, these things happen. But when flights are canceling, people are scrambling the way they are now around the country. It's just a nightmare. Have you seen uh, all the uh, basically deserted luggage in yes. Arsenal-Jackson? I wonder if that's part and parcel of the uh, Southwest, right. I guess. Saw that the luggage the news- got here, but the people didn't. Right. Saw that on the news this morning. So if holiday uh, travel wasn't stressful enough, I've uh, been talking about cancellations, the weather, a couple's vacation in South Carolina over before it began. This, according to the New York Post, Whoops. a woman arrested at the Charleston airport for allegedly attacking her husband at the baggage carousel when she found lewd images on his phone. Paula Barber is 55. Not, not bad. Sexy-looking blonde cougar, if you wanted to know. Guys always ask these questions. Of what course. she look like? Well, she, yeah, I know. She's hot. Charged with 
third-degree domestic violence after the violent confrontation Wednesday at the Charleston International Airport last Wednesday, reported by WC9C, uh, police responding to an active domestic incident about 3 o'clock, found the couple in the midst of the altercation. The lady uh, stated that she just wanted to get away from her husband and fly back home. Police incident report says that uh, she said they arrived at South Carolina for a vacation, but the mood soured when she saw several (laughs) indecent photos on his cell phone. Whoops. Now again, if there's one thing like if, if you've unloaded, if you downloaded images from a porn website, that's yeah. one thing. When these are somebody, when they're personalized, <laughs> that that would be the red flag that we generally seem to get the. Wife well, you know what you've, you've, you've always heard the old adage: "You show me a hot woman, I'll show you a man that's tired of stooping her." Yeah, that's true, but you've got to be more discreet uh, as far as your uh, your, I love your new guy, special friend. I got I love the guy that got caught cheating via Google Street View. His his <laughs> uh, girlfriend or wife is just kind of just looking at different street views, and there he is canoodling with some other woman. That, and by the way, you look that up. There's a whole there's a whole website that's dedicated to that. <laughs> things, all sorts of abnormalities and strange things and visual phenomenon. Not to mention somebody there's a stranger's car in the driveway. There's yeah. somebody fucking <laughs> another woman in the living room while the wife is on a business trip. The man denied being attacked. Surveillance images reportedly showed his wife delivering kicks to his legs, throwing the phone to the floor, and trying to smack him in the face. The lady admitted to assaulting her husband. She was arrested, taken to the uh, local detention center. $5,000 bond, by the way. Hmm. Yeah, so that, they weren't messing around. So again, guys, if you are going to be uh, having some friends outside the marriage, which isn't advisable, uh, at least be discreet and have what's known as a burner phone, and also don't let your wife have access to it. Yeah, how about deleting the images? Just... just uh... Store them up in your memory banks up here. You'll you'll have you know what they look like. But what if she was really hot? <laughs> well, you'll still then you'll definitely not forget her. Delete Either the pictures. Way, that imagine you're at the airport and you see that that sideshow going down. Whoa! Hey man, during the weekend we had most of the NFL slate was played on Christmas Eve, but the rest of the games were played on Sunday. One of the cool things that Nickelodeon does, which I love for kids, you know, we're always trying to keep kids involved and get people involved yeah. in the NFL. Um, Nickelodeon it does this special broadcast every year, and they have a channel, and they overlap it, and they have a crossover with Jim Nance and Tony Romo, so there's a touchdown, guys, get, like, digitally slimed, things like that. Yeah. And one of the cool things was part of the uh, situation, you've got the uh, the Broncos on the wrong side of the 20-yard line against the Rams, and let's bring in Patrick the Starfish, Patrick Star for some commentary. Second and long, and, and the Broncos, and those are the big horsey uh, players. They have the ball, and they're going to see if they can find a way to move it. Oh, nice. And so what's happening? Oh, there's Russ Wilson. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's called a, an, an interception. That's close. That's close. Bobby Wagner! That's not what he wanted to cook. <laughs> no, I think he burnt whatever he was cooking. So that's uh, Patrick the Starfish from SpongeBob, SpongeBob SquarePants, yep, yep. and on Nickelodeon uh, you'll see that. So the uh, the comedic, the voice actor who does that is pretty darn funny. It almost sounds like a little bit like uh, uh, what's his name, Putty from Seinfeld, Patrick Warburton. Oh, he a little does. Bit. But uh, he called in. I love that. He goes, that's not what he wanted to cook. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And if you're a kid, that's cute. But needless to say, it got back, and it's it's become a meme now, and it's going bananas. People in Denver, there's a. I guess our sister station out there is playing this thing head nausea. <laughs> so you're Russell Wilson. You're having the worst year of your professional career, and you just had an interception called by an animated cartoon starfish on national television. When you've lost SpongeBob, there you go. That's all you need to know. Oh, my goodness. That was out. Uh, by the way, that's pretty darn funny. That is funny. Oh, he doesn't know what he wanted to cook. Hey, man, also storylines from the weekend. If uh, you thought we 
got screwed by Bill Binovich. Other fans did on Awful Announcing. Apparently, the meme that has uh, gone crazy is Arthur Smith, who we'll have on the show tomorrow. And we'll, we'll crap on the referees so he doesn't get himself in trouble with the NFL. But all of the uh, exaggerated facial expressions, all of the different, uh, if you didn't see it, him also getting caught by a hot mic going, how is that effing grounding? <laughs> viral. And a lot of folks felt that, in, in all due respect, that uh, he was not out of line. And you, He was not out of line. That was an egregious miscall. And I know that uh, Squid Billy was in the booth. We'll talk more about this. Falcon Report's coming up at the top of the hour. But I always love hearing Dave Archer lose his mind over bad officiating. Have you ever got a chance? You guys listen to the it's Falcon so Radio yep. Network. Yep. And Squid, real quick, let me bring you in. It almost sounded like Arch was going to jump out of the booth and go down there and strangle <laughs> Bill Benefitch. Yeah, well, and I was kind of agging him on in break because I was very upset with it too. And we went back and forth. I think I might have fired up the the quarterback a little bit. But, yeah, he wanted to get him. I mean, it was a horrible call. And then the Olamide Zacchaeus holding call, right. which was – I didn't know that if a 5'8 guy pushes down with a 6'1 guy, it's now holding. What a garbage-ass call that was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, it, was, it was all over the place. With their, they wouldn't give Arthur the timeout. The one thing that I don't know if anybody caught. And that, and that was right before the false start or the illegal formation. Yes, it, yeah, it would have negated it because Arthur was trying to call a timeout. But if it, after the roughing, not the roughing, but the uh, intentional grounding, as they're going to break, uh, Vinovich is such a moron, he left his mic on. <laughs> and he's walking it. over to Arthur, and you hear you hear some stuff get be dropped, and then finally he realizes that he's a moron, and he left his freaking mic on, and he turns it off at the last minute, and it goes dead. But, I mean, Arthur went oh. in. And, by the way, on the way to the, the, way to the uh, locker room, Arthur found him again. Nice. And went after him again. I, I, I loved it. Well, Arthur called a timeout just so he could chew him out. That was the that was the priority of calling that one timeout. Yeah, and I think that's right. where people kind of got on him about some clock management at the end of that first half. I think it was all about he he was he'd lost it. He yeah, just right. wanted to kill or not kill, but go after yes. Vinovich. I mean, it just when, when things are that egregious, and it's obvious, and even folks who have no skin in the game, it's let's be honest. What part part of the country got the Ravens and Falcons? Probably like seven percent. You know, and because even those folks saw this as this is a coach losing his mind, and he's certainly within his rights because it was just that bad. Speaking of losing your mind, I don't know if you saw this. We mentioned earlier the Russell Wilson effort as the Rams absolutely smoke the uh, Broncos and Baker Mayfield, if not with the Rams, is certainly restarting the uh, interest in him getting signed next year somewhere. Although a lot of folks say, why don't you keep him on payroll and get your heir apparent to Matthew Stafford if you believe in him. But he's doing the uh, post-game interview with Tracy Wolfson, and all of a sudden, whoa, you got two linemen come barreling into them. Did you see that last weekend? I did uh, see weekend? that, yep. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Baker Mayfield's doing the post-game, and you got uh, a fracas, and you're going to have two guys are suspended in this deal. Uh, it was the uh, Rams lineman Ode Abushi, and it was uh, Randy McGregory. Uh, former cowboy going, <laughs> they're like they're barreling into each other and making a whoa. Yeah, that's not what he wanted to cook. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Patrick Starr. So that was also part of this weekend. A lot of tempers flaring going down over there. Hey, you mentioned the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, the media shenanigans. They did the Family Feud thing that yeah. they do. They've also, and I know you're going to love this. And again, try not to crap on this, but I'll just give you the information and you can play with it as you like. The uh, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl has got a mascot this year. Like our Olympic mascot, what is it, right? Nah, it's kind of like you could argue a cross between uh, Yuppie, the old Expos mascot, All right. and uh, a little bit of the fanatic. He is called Huddles. 
That's kind of adorable. Huddles. See? Rhymes there with you cuddles. Go. Way to play ball, oh, okay. Robbie. See, I'm okay. I'm not impossible. Way to be a team player. So, yeah, Huddles, the uh, mascot we seen at the Ohio State dinner last night. Uh, and, and the question now is, will Jalen Carter pick him up with one arm? <laughs> <laughs> There's a limited edition uh, T-shirt and sweatshirt. It's uh, some individual guy made that with the uh, iconic. And uh, that uh, the Jalen Carter quote, I think yeah. I got that from Dog Nation. I saw it on Twitter. But anyway, so we got Huddles, the mascot, which, again, it's funny, the thing about mascots, and I don't know why this happens, mm-hmm. when we're doing a live radio broadcast at State Farm or at, uh, you know, or, or somewhere around the ballpark, when you have a mascot and they bring, they always think the marketing folks will bring the mascot over. Mm-hmm. And, For radio. And he can't they say don't anything. Talk. You know, it's not like the mascot's going to take the head off and light up a marble. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough racket being the bird. The best is when you see mascots getting fights like in college games. That's the right. best. No, but like, man, they bring Harry the Hawk over. Like, hey, Harry, or Freddie the Falcon. And Freddie the Falcon will do his routine and stuff. And it's like, and you got to, then you got to do play by play. Freddie the Falcon is here, and now he's moonwalking. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Freddie's now taking a towel and he's buffing Stake Shapiro's head. You can't see it because we're on radio. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway. All right, man, there's your guy talking. It's brought to you by Dukes and Bell. Hey, man, Ale. Really appreciate you guys posting the photos, the videos of you guys, whether you're using it for your beer can chicken or whatever you were cooking this weekend or just buying the brew and sucking a cigar with a Heyman watermelon lime. Really appreciate that. Get it at all your favorite package stores. Publix, too. They don't have it. Ask for it there, Robbie. Hey, man, coming up next, Falcon Report, all that stuff. How much do you feel Ritter is improving? And then uh, Grady Jarrett kind of says what every single Falcon fan is feeling. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.